We wanted a girl. Alcmini, my wife and I were born of heroes, which sounds dramatic but mostly meant we had a family history of fire, glory, and dying young. So it came up one night, our legs tangled around each other. I'd like a girl, for our first. Whispered, like it was something to be ashamed of. But being born of heroes means nothing runs smooth, and we had twin boys. The conception took place over three nights, and one. Alcmini was an incredible woman, smarter than I am by half. She could hold a thousand thoughts in her head at once and always know exactly which one she needed. She was beautiful, too. She stood tall and straight with muscles in her arms and with eyes that took in everything around her. She loved me. I defy any man not to find that beautiful. Maybe, then, it shouldn't have come as a surprise when she attracted the attention of a god, Zeus, the king himself. But it did, because when he appeared to her, he was wearing my face. There is a prophecy. It said a descendant of Zeus born around a certain time would rule all those around him. I don't know why this particular prophecy was so important to Zeus. His progeny tended to grow up to be kings anyway. But it's best not to question the gods. He decided this son should have a particularly impressive bloodline. So he turned to my wife, born of heroes. I'm older than I was. I've had time to come to terms with it. I've tried very hard not to be angry with her. I know. Logically, there's nothing to be done when the king of gods appears looking like your husband. But I have to wonder. Did he have my mannerisms too? My thoughts, and my words, and my movements? The night Zeus appeared to my wife. Did he knock on our door? The world went dark. I was away, trying to mint myself as a military leader before our family grew. I wanted to be a father to be proud of. Three days, it stayed dark. What should have been the first morning, we brushed it off. We laughed that Apollo, who drives the sun, was being lazy, distracted by some nymph, maybe. By afternoon, we stopped laughing. Something about the utter blackness choked it off and quietly speculated that this was the end for man. We supposed the Titans had risen from their prison in Tartarus and deposed their children, the gods, dragged them someplace even darker than the world we inhabited. By what should have been the evening, I was riding home. Screw war! Screw honor! If this was the end, I wanted to spend it with my wife. By the end of the ride, my steed a warhorse from as long and splendid a lineage as my own, was fit for nothing but pasture. But it didn't matter. As our house crept into sight, so did the sun, rising behind it. I didn't stop to speak to Alcmini, save fervent whispers of relief as I scooped her up and carried her to bed. Even in that state, I noticed the smell. The sheets were well-worn, if we're being polite. I thought nothing of it. My wife was probably lonely while I was at war. I told myself she didn't want to wash my smell from the pillows in case it was the last she ever saw of me. But it wasn't. I came home. We enjoyed each other's bodies, and for all the fear that preceded it, it was the last time my life was truly simple. When she woke, Alcmini stretched. I've always loved the way she stretches, her arms reaching behind her as though she'll be able to catch the world within them.
but this time she winced. Not that I didn't have fun, she said, but that last round may have been one too many for me. She grinned. A woman may have said she was glowing. My soldiers would have offered a coarser adjective. What last round? I mumbled sleepily, enjoying the feeling of my own bed as much as I was the woman beside me. It was good to be home. The last one, she said slowly, like I was some kind of idiot. I often am when I'm half asleep, less often when I'm fully awake, but it happens. There was only one. If that's your definition of one round, then I'm worried for my back, dear. Just because it was one night, it was morning, I said, frowning now. Yes, the last round was in the morning. The rest of it was... She trailed off, the shape of a no forming on our lips as we realized we'd been opposite punchlines in a terrible joke. We should go to the priest. Let's, I said, wrapping an arm around her shoulder so she'd know, for all my shortness of words, I was with her. The priest confirmed everything I've just told you, though by the end of it he couldn't look Alcmini in the eye. Rather uptight creature, that priest. He added something too, much scarier than any army or monster I've ever faced. Twins. One for each father, he said. At least one is yours, he meant, which was wrong. They were both mine. Well, they were both Alcmini's and I was also there. The point is, I never thought of If as more mine than his brother. I worked hard not to. The pregnancy felt unusually fast and unusually hard, but maybe that's the fear speaking. Alcmini's aunt certainly thought so, laughing it off as the paranoia of a new parent. But I couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. I like Alcaeus. Alcaeus and Iphicles, my wife said when we talked about their names. What do you think? Personally, I thought Alcmene, Amphitryon, Alcaeus, and Iphicles sounded like we were singling If out from the start, but they were inside her. She could have wanted to call them both Zeus, and I'd agree. Sounds wonderful, dear. It would be nice if they shared a room, I think. They should be friends, as well as brothers. Sounds wonderful, dear. And on and on it went, Alcmene trying to choose which way to go as if we'd get a say. The birth was another horrible three-day saga. After months spent praying to and blessing and offering dedications to the goddess of childbirth, she took the day off. No matter how hard Alcmini breathed and pushed and cursed, nothing happened. Not until the middle of the night ticked by and Artemis moved her moon beyond our seeing. Then it all happened at once. I'm told that was because of the prophecy too that Hera didn't want Zeus's offspring to rule, so she delayed his birth until after my brother's son, Eurystheus, was born. That stung. It wasn't the child's fault, but one day he would rule the city that was meant to be mine. It would have been mine, bar an accident in my adolescence. But I couldn't complain about that. My wife had been in labor for three days. Our eldest was born, the son of Zeus himself. He was big, for a baby, but that was good. It meant he was healthy. 
as did the bellow he immediately emitted, scaring off every bird for miles. We handed him to his mother. She must have been shattered. The gods know I was shattered. But the smile on her face when she took him was breathtaking. Like everything was suddenly right in this world. After that, I almost missed If being born. He was smaller, but still healthy, still crying with a fine set of lungs. We, and by that I mean she, had done it. We were parents, juggling the boys to and fro as we tried to get them cleaned up. Alkmini insisted on putting them to bed. The first time, at least, she smiled. Sounds wonderful, dear. Only it wasn't. No sooner had we sunk to sleep, honestly, more of a plummet, than we were woken by a blood-curdling cry. Iphicles, Alkmini whispered. A lax apparent, I couldn't tell the difference between the cries of our newborns, has trouble. Babies cry, love. We shouldn't pander to them, I mumbled, but she'd already left. She was right, of course. Our elder son had disappeared. Where's he gone? She said, almost too fast for me to follow. How can he? The servants? No. Hera? Hera was, for lack of a better word, our eldest stepmother. She's Zeus's wife and the goddess of marriage. A combination that must have been equal parts infuriating and embarrassing, given Zeus's general inability to remain faithful to her. She was never a huge fan of his illegitimate offspring. But I couldn't imagine she'd stoop to killing an infant. He's probably just rolled out. We'll find him. I tried to reassure her, but I was panicking too, and the panic made me stupid. We woke the servants and got to searching. We checked every inch of our home and grounds, but nothing showed. Not until morning came. We were half mad by then, jumping at every little noise. It's a wonder my heart didn't stop altogether when we heard one of the maids scream. Ma'am. She sounded afraid as she approached Alkmini. My heart plummeted in my chest. No, 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 no. I got him. He's okay. He was more than okay. He was beaming where he lay, two feet deep in a muddy hole that fit his shape as if it had been dug around him. And the story they tell is that one of the gods stole him from his crib, then gave him to Hera to nurse. If she had, it would have granted him more strength, something he really didn't need. As it was, she realized who he was, salt rubbed into the still open wound of Zeus's infidelity, and flung him back to earth, the milk from her breast spreading across the sky, staining it with stars. Stories. New stars were always appearing, marking the death or birth of someone or other. It would have been vain to claim so many for my son. Whatever the reason, we got him cleaned up and back to bed. None the worse for his little adventure. If anything, his face said, Please, Dad, can I go again? The next night, I put them to bed, just in case. We were woken by a scream, again. Iphicles, again. We went running. Again. But they were both fine. If was crying, our eldest gurgling happily. We looked more closely. Our eldest held the mashed remains of a snake in either hand, curled possessively towards his chest. Alchemini scooped him up. Shh. Mummy's here. You're gonna be safe. We've got you. I felt only seconds away from being called over to tell our newborn that yes, I, I was here too, and he was safe. I moved over to Iphicles instead. He was still screaming. 
I held him so he knew he wasn't alone. I didn't promise him anything. We called the priest, the same one as before, who seemed particularly grumpy to be making early morning house calls, but there you go. He ummed and awed while he avoided touching the snake mash that seemed to be getting everywhere. Maybe it was a coincidence? No, Alcmini said, her tone implying the priest possessed some mental deficiency. I don't think an incredibly rare, venomous snake coincidentally slithered into my newborn's fists. I thought it was a bluff, about the snake being venomous, but she shook her head when I asked. I asked an expert. With the pregnancy, it seemed prudent. Over the years, I'd find hundreds of things my wife had learnt because it seemed prudent. Emergency medical care, the smell and colour of any easily available poisons, and many of the more difficult ones too. How to pacify wild animals and wilder men. She kept knives in her sandals, and I found them hidden on high shelves more than once. That's two in two nights, I said quietly to the priest. What do we do? Appease whoever's trying to kill him, he said flippantly, before realising who he was talking to and flinching. I'm sorry, my lord. It's early. I forget myself. Don't be, Alcmini said. You're right. How does one appease a goddess? We couldn't make offerings that would have any meaning to her. What does a mortal, even a general, have that a god wants? She wants our son, Alcmini said finally. You don't mean... I was horrified. No, no, gods, no. We name him after her, so she can claim a share in his glory too. It might help. So we didn't call our son Alcius. We named him after a woman who'd already tried to kill him twice. We called him Heracles. The glory of Hera. She stopped directly trying to kill him after that. We put the boys to sleep in different rooms. We had to. If's first word was snake. That was the first word from either of them. Anything physical, hurt got. He could roll over and then walk and run before his brother, but words and numbers were if's domain. They spent their childhood tying each other up in knots in the different contests they'd invented, waited so they'd win. The depth of Herc's strength became obvious when he was five, and he started breaking more than just the gifts his father's wife sent us. Alcmini and I joked about opening a menagerie with them. The strangest was the swarms of cicadas that descended upon the house, 